Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. I am told that a Cherokee elder taught his grandson that there are two wolves inside us. One wolf bears fear, anger, resentment, greed, arrogance, self-deception. The other wolf bears courage, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, generosity, love. These wolves are at war, he said, and the battle is raging inside every one of us. The child asked, which wolf wins? And his grandfather answered, the one you feed. This is our challenge, the heart of the challenge for our spiritual practice. How do we feed the right wolf? How can we lead with goodness and connect with and leverage the goodness in others? How can we do our part to de-escalate suffering and save all that is worth saving? We can begin right here, right now, to seek and find and then go out into the world and practice the care and feeding of the good wolf. It's spiritual practice. So what does that look like? Short of being eaten by the bad wolf, we need to break habits and sharpen our reflexes, learning to catch ourselves when we get ensnared in the traps of fear. We can empower the wolf of patience or courage instead of the wolf of aggression or violence. We can practice being present to this very moment. This moment. Now. The spiritual practice is to pay attention, check our fear, and trust in the spaciousness of our minds when they are unclouded by the past or future. American Buddhist nun Pema Chudrin teaches that we want to cultivate a mind that is expansive, flexible, and curious. Maybe, just maybe, the practice of feeding the right wolf begins when we stop for three deep breaths. We can interrupt our habitual reactions and try something new. Three deep breaths.
Psychologist and Buddhist teacher Tara Brock tells the story of her student, Marilyn, who over a period of days and nights kept vigil at her mother's deathbed. She spent hours reading to her and meditating next to her late into the night, holding her hand and telling her how much she loved her. We can imagine the kind of parent Marilyn's mother must have been to inspire such profound devotion in her child. And so her last words are particularly haunting. One morning before dawn, she suddenly opened her eyes and looked clearly and intently at her daughter. You know, she whispered, all my life, I thought something was wrong with me. And then she shook her head as if to say, what a waste. Marilyn received these words as her mother's parting gift to her, resolving to bear herself the same compassion she would readily extend to others. To feel that something is wrong with us is to feel separate from others, deficient and alienated. It's dangerous and it's a lie. Dangerous because it leads to self-fulfilling behavior with addiction at the top of the list, shame, blame, could have, should have. Cartoonist Jules Pfeiffer says, I grew up to have my father's looks, my father's speech patterns, my father's posture, my father's walk, my father's opinions, and my mother's contempt for my father. A lot of people I deeply respect say that we can't love others until we love ourselves, that it's just not possible until we've driven the big bad wolf out of our hearts. I don't believe it. We can learn to be gentle with ourselves as we are touched by others' kindness. We practice making peace with others so we can try it at home. It's all spiritual practice. Unitarian Universalism's first principle celebrates our inherent worth and dignity. The seventh principle reminds us that we are all deeply interconnected. Indian philosopher and spiritual teacher Sri Nisgaradatta Maharaj said, all I plead with you is this, make love of yourself perfect. We can perfect our love by practicing on others as well as ourselves. Mother Teresa added, the biggest disease today is not leprosy or tuberculosis, but rather the feeling of not belonging. If you are here, you are here. You belong here. We have work to do together. And joy, joy to find. To feed the good wolf, we come into the moment, and we come bearing peace and kindness toward all beings. The good wolf is fed with generosity. It is morning rush hour at New York's Grand Central Station. A woman disembarks from the subway. 
pausing for a moment on the platform, she realizes she has only one of her leather gloves. She looks back into the train and sees its match lying on the seat. The doors are closing. It's too late to dash back in and retrieve it. With a perfect toss, she flings the glove in her hand into the subway car. It lands in the seat next to its mate. The doors close and the train pulls away. True story. I love the woman's presence of mind and that great, generous gesture of letting go. The flying glove is one of my favorite images of all time. We all know the companion story of that poor monkey caught in a trap because it's reached through the hole for the banana and its fist clutching the banana is too big to fit back through the hole. Refusing to open its hand, the monkey is trapped. Tibetan Buddhist teacher Chogyam Trungpa said that the best spiritual journey includes both gloriousness and wretchedness. You know right away what he means. Closed fist, open hands. Can we open our hands? Can we cultivate the presence of mind and the openness of heart to toss away the glove, the one that's no use to us anymore, so that someone else might enjoy it? And open our hearts to the possibility of something new. Three deep breaths. Come into the moment. Feed the good wolf with the present. Breathe with me now. I found this exquisite passage from English author D.H. Lawrence. We have, he says, little needs and deeper needs. We've fallen into the mistake of living from our little needs till we have lost our deeper needs in a sort of madness. Let us prepare now for the death of our little life and reemerge into a bigger life in touch with the moving cosmos. We must get back into relation through daily ritual, he continues. We must practice again the daily ritual of dawn and noon and sunset of kindling and fire and pouring water, for the truth is we are perishing for lack of fulfillment of our greater needs. We are cut off from the great sources of our inward nourishment and renewal, sources that flow eternally in the universe. Vitally, the human race is dying. It is like a great uprooted tree with its roots in the air. We must plant ourselves again in the universe. Beloved spiritual companions, the wolves are at war. Fear, anger, resentment, greed, arrogance, and self-deception. Courage, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, forgiveness, 
generosity, love. Which wolf will we feed? How can we do our part to save all that is worth saving? We are here to study the care and feeding of the good wolf and then go out into the world and practice. With three deep breaths, may we open to the present, perfect our love, and bear peace and kindness and generosity. Let us toss the glove and open our hands to the possibility of something new. We belong here. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by check in the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.